Today we're looking at Nativity, a 2009 British Christmas musical comedy directed by Debbie Islet. The film was written by Islet but was also partially improvised. The plot follows a British school teacher who must find a way to bring his former lover, who is a Hollywood producer, back to London to film his class's nativity play. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Christmas and Chill. Tonight, uh, it's myself, Josh, and I'm here with Maddie and Amy. Ladies, how are we? We're really good, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm also really good. Yeah? What have you What have you guys been up to today? Why, why are we really good? Uh, because we just finished watching a movie called Nativity, and it was a really good movie. It, it was a really good movie. Um, it's just, so Amy, are you the, Maddie, am I right in saying Amy's the only one that's watched this movie beforehand? Yes, I have not seen this movie before. Okay, cool. Um, yes, look, we might as well jump into it because all three of us really love this film. I forgot to tell you about my COVID test, guys. Oh, oh of yes. course, I'm sorry, sorry. Please, how, how, was, how was your COVID test? Life-changing. Um, I don't really think you've had the full 2020 experience if you didn't get tested for COVID. Yes. That cotton bud going up your nose is interesting. Yes, it is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, like, could you feel it in your brain? No, because it goes down the back of your throat, not to your brain. That's not how a nose works. Well, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm not the OT here. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, please explain to us how it works. Oh. We are mere art students. Well, yeah, I mean, the nose doesn't go up to the brain; it goes to the back of your throat. Like, and see, so, I'm smart. I could do OT. Things? There's like two things. I've seen like two videos. One where like someone's like, I don't know if they they ate the pasta and then they could take it out of their nose. Or it was the other way around. Oh, or, and then the other one was they put the head, their headphones up their nose and then opened their mouth and the music came out. Uh, there was a challenge on YouTube where they, like, snorted a condom and, like, it came out the back of their throat. <laughs> right, so Christmas movie. Um, far out. This is, this is why we don't let Maddie talk about things. Well, I'm pretty sure I. Well, I yeah, I brought it. That was Amy who started that. I'm just adding to the uh, anecdotes. <laughs> oh my god! Um, cool. All right. Enough about that. Let Let's talk about the movie. Um, so nativity. It's it's probably. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I, mean, I could be wrong here, but I don't think it's one of the more well known Christmas movies out there. No, I don't think. No, so. I never heard of it until Amy mentioned it. Yeah, um, so it's it's a British-based film, and I guess a lot of American films that we watch are you like US-based, right? Like I'm trying to think, has, have, has anything that we've watched so far come out of Europe or England? No, I don't. Th- Luke and I were talking about this last night, and I don't think so. And I actually think that Nativity One and Two are the only British films we're watching the whole thing. Is is Love Actually classed as a British uh, film? Oh, yes. Yes, I would say it is, isn't it? It's got mostly British actors. Yeah. But I but I think I don't think many are. That that would potentially be the only other one, but 
Um, yeah, I'm just having a bit of a look. The nativity was 2009, so like 11 years ago now. Um, it's yeah, aged def- pretty well. It didn't seem like a 2009 movie. No. No, not at all. Um, so f- impressions of this this film, Maddie, what do you think? So let's kick it off with you. What did you think about the film? I really loved it. I loved the story of it. I liked how I almost cried like Every yeah. time the movie got sad, it was such a yeah, it was such a Polar Express roller coaster ride for me. Like there were so <laughs> many roller coasters up and down, up and down. Like, like I think I remember reading about like everybody loves Raymond. There's a moment in that show where they they call it an elevator drop, so like the mood shifts completely. But then they bring the elevator up right back, and that was what it was. You know what mm. I mean? They had the sad moments, and then straight after it was hilarious. Yeah. So you couldn't be yeah. sad for too long. You were just enjoying the movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, Amy, what were your thoughts on this movie? This is, is this the second time you've watched yes, it? Yes, but I don't really remember the first time watching it. But, yeah, I think I feel like maybe it's because it's got a group, like a kid, kids in it and you just relate and you yep. just like, I love these kids, so of course I'm going to like get involved <laughs> and like get sad at the sad bits oh. and like... I mean, especially the the blonde kid with the spiky hair, the one who loved doing oh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> that that the if best. Josh was a character, Josh would be that character. <laughs> Get in. <laughs> that kid was the best. That kid was the best. Uh, um, that yeah, no, fantastic. There was so did yeah, what was were there any other kids that stood out? Uh, Ollie's story was really cute about his mum yes. never coming to see him perform and everything. It was, it was very nice, wasn't it? Me and Josh were talking about this. Like, did you ever do any, like, plays or, like, RE stuff at primary school, Amy? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, because Josh was talking about how he was in a nativity play when he was younger. And then I was talking about how we were forced to do RE in primary school. And I just remember singing all the songs and stuff like that. So it was kind of nostalgic, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. Being a kid again and, like, that experience of Christmas and yeah. the joy. Yes. It was um yeah, it's definitely something I noticed that um this this film I think it relied a lot on nostalgia, but not based on the fact that you've watched the film before, but based on the fact that you've kind of gone through that mm. as a kid, maybe. Um or you've known someone that's in a play, or if you're a parent, you've got kids that have done a play like this. Like it's an incredibly relatable film in that aspect. Mm. Yeah. Um Martin Freeman is the main character. What do we think of Martin Freeman? I thought he was fantastic. I did. I just realised he's also in Love Actually, so he might be the Christmas superstar oh. of this uh, runner-up <laughs> to uh, Tim Allen. Well, I was gonna no. I was gonna say, are there any other actors who appear in more than one Christmas franchise? Tim, no, Tim Allen does, doesn't he? With Christmas, and yes. The Cranks. Christmas of the Cranks. He's also in the Santa Claus. Basically, the same character. Um, <laughs> Is Tom Hanks in in, in any more Christmas movies? (laughs) God, hope not. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Yeah, keep going about Martin Freeman, sorry. Well, no, I I just wanted to get your opinions. Like like the the dynamic between him and uh, the teacher's aide, what what do we think of those two? They were really funny. Yeah, they were. I thought Mr Poppy's character... He was a bit like Russell Brand, yeah. that really like childish humour, like really funny, 
But even Josh was like, he looks like Eddie Perfect from Offspring. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like a combination of the it two, does. which is pretty perfect. But it complemented um, Martin Freeman's uh, character mm. of being really cynical with this really childlike figure. Yeah, I think, I think he, that his character kind of like, um, yeah, brought the child, child, uh, childness out of the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it would, yeah, exactly. It was showed kind of him like how to be a the, child and how to be happy yeah, and yeah. believe in yeah. that Christmas magic. The, the, there were so many like moments where I laughed out loud during this film. Like and, and it was a lot of the time it was the dynamic between um Mr. Poppy and um the the teacher, Martin Freeman's character. Um especially when they're in the house and he's calling his <laughs> ex in America. Love you. I love you. And then he says, love you at the end. And they're yelling at each other. He's like, what are you doing in my house? Get like, out of my house. <laughs> or what about when he's at his ex-partner's parents' house? Like, what the fuck are you doing there? How did you the get Crack of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because oh. he told them that he blew the dog up. <laughs> oh, very funny. Um, Amy, oh. I have a fun fact for you. I'm not sure if you knew this, but most of the movie is improvised. My my dad was wondering that. He was like, I, yeah, reckon, yeah. I reckon they just said to the kids, do whatever the hell you want, and that's what you got. <laughs> yeah, apparently they yeah. had a, like a loose outline of what was going to happen in the scene, but they kind of just improvised all the lines and stuff, which makes it funnier. Yeah. And, and which, yeah, which definitely makes it feel more natural as well. Yeah, um, definitely. It almost actually felt like um, what had happened is they just brought a video camera into a school and was just like, let's yeah. film the, the kids, like, practice and perform this nativity scene. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was, it was so good. Um, I want to talk a bit more about doing plays as a kid. Manny, you mentioned before that, that kind of, you know, that it, it reminds you of doing plays as a kid. Um, I think that that what makes this movie so good is that it is kind of more of a. It's almost it's almost more of a, a theater show than a movie in in a lot of aspects. Mm. Like it's like especially the like like putting aside the fact that they actually perform the show on stage throughout, but it, it almost feels like a pantomime. It's very like like it. it it broadcasts what's coming up next. It shows all the humor. There's nothing subtle to it. It's it's very out in the open. Yeah. What what do you guys think? Do you think that that part of the reason that we enjoyed it so much is because it didn't feel like a movie movie? Does that make sense? And also, I feel like it didn't feel forced. Like I was I was yes. talking to Dad after the movie, and we were saying like an American movie would never look like this. Like. 100%. Like it's it's very a British or even like an Australian type of movie where it's just like oh we'll chuck some people in there we'll film it and just see what happens. Whereas I feel like in America it's like here's the script you have to follow the script and if you go off the script then the movie's gonna be shit. Yeah. <laughs> like as a drama student myself, I'm sure you can attest to this, Josh. Acting for the camera is so much different to theatre. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? Theatre can be so much more naturalistic and easy to do compared to being in front of a camera. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of 
British actors are trained to be theatre performers before they go on to be proper film actors, which makes it more easy and fun to follow along with. Yeah, and I definitely think that came out with a lot of the actors' performance, like Pam Ferris and Martin Freeman. Yes. Like they were like they you can tell they've they've definitely done a lot of theater and stage acting before because it's it's just a difference between that really manufactured Hollywood style of movie where everything's almost perfect to the point where it's like too perfect. Mm-hmm. Whereas whereas this felt more real. It, mm. Like like you mentioned before, I mean, it's like they just took a camcorder into a school and just hit record. <laughs> they say you should never work with animals or children and they worked with both and they did it so perfectly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it was, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, another thing that we were talking about while watching this movie, this is the first Christmas movie that we've come across so far that hasn't included Santa Claus. Um, like the idea of Christmas being mm. Santa Claus. This focuses around, I guess, the other side of, of Christmas to do with the nativity scene with Joseph and Mary and, and Jesus um, following a really kind of Catholic Christian uh, kind of mentality. How do you think it fared compared to the other Christmas films that we've watched? Do you enjoy this story more? I would almost say that this, is, this movie tonight is almost like the movie that I've enjoyed the most out of all the movies. Like, I don't know if you guys same think here. the same, but. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because it had, was, went down a whole different route as all the other movies or it's just because of the way it was filmed and all the kids and stuff. But yeah, I think tonight was the most like enjoyment I've had. <laughs> I felt it was the most heartfelt as well. Mm. Like that was, I was very emotionally driven by the movie. The happy parts and the sad mm. parts. Do you think that because Santa Claus isn't the focus, that it actually allows adults and grown-ups to, to invest in the story more? Yes. Yeah. Because it is focused around that nativity scene and that's something that's kind of universal, it's not kid, like child-specific. It's focused on Christmas as a whole rather than yeah. just the, the Santa part of Christmas. The, yeah, the, the magic. and it, It's not so much about the magic, is it? It's more about the real life kind yeah. of here and now aspect of it. And I also feel like it didn't have like a set moral or story or whatever behind it. There was a whole heap of like stories going in throughout the whole thing, which I think is really good. Yeah. No, definitely. I 100% agree. There was no like the the messages you have to believe to, to believe or... Or it's all you know, about even, family or you have to be good yeah, on Christmas. Exactly. And like <laughs> it was just a guy who was really unhappy with Christmas because he got dumped at Christmas and then he learns to love it through just being around children and having good memories to outweigh the bad. Is it... I think what is what made it so enjoyable and special for me is the fact that it did have this large ensemble of children mm. just being kids yeah. and the enjoyment, like their happiness is kind of what made us happy as viewers. Well, Dad almost said it's almost like the movie's about like make like the kids on Christmas Day. Like it's about making them, not making them happy, but them being happy on Christmas Day. They They get excited about it and I feel like, 
in the real world, when we see our, if we ever have kids, but if we see our kids happy, <laughs> it makes us happy as like parents. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Um, Maddie, you were talking before, before we started recording about the scene with the Christmas letters. Oh, I, I was crying yeah. almost yeah. <laughs> when all the kids were like, "We, j- I just want everyone in the world to be happy and I want Mr. Madden to get his girlfriend back. I was like, oh, this is so pure. You know what I mean? <laughs> to be like when I was a kid, I don't know with what you guys would like wish for for Christmas. I, I would always write on my Christmas list, I wish, I wish for world peace. I don't know why that's such a, like, a kid thing to just want to be, everyone to be happy in the world, but it's so pure and so lovely. I wanted an action man. <laughs> You would, you selfish prick. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there was an action man you could get and its skin changed colour when you put it in the water. That's racist. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Amy, did you ever have those Barbies that could swim in water? Uh, n- no. <laughs> no, I had those. Did you ever have those, like, Polly Pockets? And then yes, I loved Polly. I mean, it was kind of the same line as what Josh was saying, but you like put it in the water, and then its hair changed color. It was like no, a mermaid. I never got those ones. No, I was yeah. not rich enough for those ones. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm Do you ever go on the Polly Pocket website? That was oh, the best God, website. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Okay, I'm also come take over. It we'll down go. We'll a play. really gross path. But did you ever like chew the clothes? <laughs> I genuinely have no idea what's happening right now. Because you're a 28 year old male, you don't understand us. (laughs) Yes, I would chew the (laughs) clothes. I really want to ring my sister right now and ask her if she also did that because I'm pretty sure we both. I'm pretty sure (laughs) every girl who had a Polly Pocket chewed its clothes. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with us? I I have no idea what to say. Oh, good times. <laughs> Do you think that Mr. Poppy going into the farm animals and, and rolling around with all the pigs and the and the goats made him more susceptible to COVID? <laughs> I know you were gonna say. Um, no, I think the children are more susceptible than anything. They're the most vulnerable, aren't they? Which kid would die? Oh. Oh. You know it's Bob, though, that little one. <laughs> He's too skinny. He's he too skinny. It would just bone. consume him. <laughs> He's the tiny Timmy of this movie. <laughs> oh. So moving forward and, and, and I guess looking at the movies we have watched and I think thinking about the movies we are going to watch, do you think that the ones that are going to bring us the most enjoyment need to have kids in them? I don't know. I don't know if it needs to have kids or... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, like, because it's a bit different to the ones we've watched, that's why I preferred it. Mm, yeah, right. Um what do you think, Amy? Do you think that, that kids need to be in a Christmas film in order for it to be special? Um, 
well, I guess it depends on what the movie's about. Like, I mean, I guess if it has like Santa Claus and like all that stuff, like that's not really associated with parent like adults. So I guess children need to mm. be in it in that in that sense. But um, I don't think children need to be in it for it to be a good Christmas film. Like, yeah, I think with this film. It was filmed in a, t- a particular way and they were the like the um, stars of the show or whatever, so it was good and I think it really added to the movie, but, yeah, they don't need to be in the movie in another movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Um, Kids are genuinely funny as well. Like they come up with the weirdest, yeah. funniest things. And it, they don't try. It's no. just genuinely funny. Um, the one thing I did want to talk about, um, talking about kind of kids and was the actual, I guess, nativity play itself. When we got to the, the, the last part of the film and they did the actual nativity play, um, what did you guys think of that section? All the, like, there were lots of Christmas songs. So this, this movie obviously has a tick for singing Christmas songs. Um, but, but what they do you were think of the actual for the movie. Play? The, the, all the songs yeah. were written for the movie and I loved it. I love that we got to actually watch, watch the play. I thought yeah. they weren't going to let us watch yeah. it and they were just going to do like a montage or something. But the fact that we got to watch the whole thing, I loved it. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you think about the, the kid coming from the sky? <laughs> the death slide. <laughs> the death slide. <laughs> it was very funny. I, just, I feel like the best bit was when his mum fainted. <laughs> his, oh, she's like, what the fuck the is scream. going on? <laughs> It was such a payoff that whole time. They were like, death slide, death slide, and then they finally, like, did it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I also really loved the curtain call at the end where they actually got all the, the main mm. players throughout the movie to come on stage and take a bow. I felt like that was such a a theatre thing mm. to do, mm. such an acknowledgement. But it, but I felt like it, it, it was really heartwarming. Like, I felt like doing that kind of forgave all the... The troubles and issues that he had with with Gordon throughout the film, like it, it felt like they made amends. Yeah, with that one kind of gesture. Yeah, and I think it was. Oh, sorry, you go. I was just gonna say, I think it kind of adds to the whole theme we were talking about. It was like a a theatre show because it like it was like the final call. Uh, everyone bowed and everything. Yeah, definitely. Um, they alluded to it in the movie, but I wanted to get your opinions on it. Do you think that Gordon was in love with Jennifer? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think he planted the seeds in her to make her go to Hollywood and leave what Martin, yeah. Martin Freeman's character. Mm. I, I I would agree. that that, And like that, that you actually bring up a, a really good point. That was actually another part of the movie that I really enjoyed, the slow reveals of... Of kind of what happened mm, yeah. to make her go overseas. The fact that they didn't give it all away at once or they didn't hang on to it right to the end, they just gave it away in little pieces all throughout the movie so you kind of pieced it together yourself. And I thought that was really... Showing, really not telling. Yeah, exactly I'm- right. And I think that's another thing that maybe a lot of American movies don't do well is that they, they will show and not... I mean, they will tell and not show mm. as opposed to... And also I feel like with doing that, it's kind of having two sides of the story. It's like got the kids over this side and and they're 
their story and everything, but then it's also got a bit for adults as well. So it's like relating yeah. to two different uh, ages of people. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's, I would be really interested to see if kids watching this film would enjoy it. I would assume they would, but I wonder if, if they would enjoy it, say, more so than some of the other films that we've watched. We need to get a kid so we can just, like, <laughs> test all these theories. <laughs> Anyone got a spare child they could give us just for, yeah. <laughs> just for this segment? Um, a question that we, we uh, seem to have given Luke as a segment is who we would be if we were characters in this film. Oh, I've already told you, Josh is Bob, the, the little kid. Yeah. How, why am I Bob? Because he's again and just like sick, sick breakdancing moves. And I think that's Josh. I do have sick breakdancing moves. It's true. I think, <laughs> I think this isn't to be rude. I think that Luke would be, or either Josh or Luke could go either way is the main character. Mr. Madden, purely like the cynicism of Christmas. <laughs> Josh said about halfway through the movie, he's like, am I the cynical one? Like, this is wonderful. Like, am I <laughs> being too cynical about Christmas? It's, yeah, well, I had this realisation and potentially it's going to be interesting to map it as the rest of this podcast goes on. But I feel like by watching all these Christmas movies, I'm actually starting to like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's happening. It's like the movies are a movie. Like it's, it's You're the main character, Josh. I'm player one. No, I'm not. Um Maddie, if you were if, if you were someone in the movie, you would be The principal. Oh my yes. god, yes. <laughs> She's a bit loose. She's a bit loose, got a bit drunk, pour chocolate all over herself. That could be me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, look at my sick dancing moves. <laughs> and also I'm the aunt in Harry Potter, so it's great. <laughs> oh, she's so good. Who would Amy be? Mr. Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Because you're so happy Christmas. all the time and so, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's, I like that. I would be him. <laughs> yeah, see, there you Nothing go. Nothing wrong with him. <laughs> um, okay, so, so to, to kind of come to the end of, I guess, the, this part of the podcast, do you, let's go around the room, do you like the movie and, and you know, would you watch it again? Maddie, do you want to go first? I loved the movie. I would definitely watch it again. Nothing else. Is, I'm keen for number two now. Like, I know there's mm. two more after number two, so there's four and all together. Like, I wouldn't be opposed to watching them all. Yeah, I haven't actually – I think I've only watched one and two. For some reason, I remember number two the most, but I won't give away what I remember. But, yeah, I haven't – Is it good? Yes, it is. It's, it's exactly – Oh, I'm keen. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've never watched – I don't know why I haven't watched three or four, but I'm, I'm like Maddie. I'd actually be willing to watch all of them. <laughs> It's yeah. like Home Alone, isn't it? The more that goes on, you're just kind of like, oh, does it need to keep going on? But I'd be interested to see where number two goes and then also where that goes afterwards. Mm. What about you, Amy? Would, did you like the film and, and would you watch it again? I'm the same as Maddie. I actually love the film and I would definitely watch it again. Nice. What about you, Josh? Yeah, 100%. I think that 
I'm going to go out of a limb and say that this is my favourite movie of the movies that we've watched so far. Mm. Um, I think it's going to be hard to top, to be completely honest. I don't know. It'll be interesting. There's a lot of movies on this list I still haven't watched. Um, so it's it's going to be exciting. But, yeah, definitely I like the movie and I would definitely watch it again. Well, speaking of how much we like the movies, I <laughs> guess we should rank them out of ten. <laughs> I'll go with Amy tonight because you can start first. Um, what are we? What are we ranking them with? Like ten what? Ten Christmas hats out of ten. <laughs> Come on, you should be up with this by now. <laughs> ten reindeer? No, ten Christmas hats. Amy, I'm going to start with you first because Josh's answer was way too long winded last night. How many Christmas hats would you give this movie out of ten? Okay, so this may be a very big call, but I think I'm going to rate it 10 out of 10. Whoa! Like, would you? <laughs> Higher than the Polar Express? <laughs> yes! Whoa! <laughs> I forgot you gave Polar Express 10 out of 10. No, what'd you give Polar Express? Nine. <laughs> Nine? Oh, Amy. Mate. <laughs> Oh, but yes, ten out of ten. I think I just love the kids, and I loved like the different stories in it. I love the I love Bob. He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> I just love everything about it. It was so good. Very nice. What about you, Josh? How many Christmas hats out of ten? I think I'm going to give it nine point five out of ten. Um, I don't know if I'm ever going to give something ten out of ten because I fear. But if I give something 10 out of 10 and, and then, then something comes along that I love even more, then I don't know what I'm going to do. So well, I'm you can give it get it 11 out of 10. Out of 10. Um, yeah, really enjoyed this movie and I can't see much else topping it, to be completely honest. Yeah, it was, it was perfect in my opinion. I am also going to give it a 10 out yeah. of 10. Touchdown, wow. baby, touchdown. I don't care. Wow. I will give something a 13 out of 10 if it gets better. I don't, I don't care about decimals or n- fractions. <laughs> wow. So does that mean, I'm, I mean, I'm just going to take a stab and say out of all of our top fives, this is number one on all of our, our lists, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do we want to take a stab and guess where this would be on Luke's list? Because I'm going to say he's going to give it a six out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll be Christmassy enough for him. He he watched the trailer last night and he said he really liked it, but he he said he he thinks it looks interesting. But like I feel like this type of comedy might be more Luke's type of comedy. Like I don't know. Like I yeah. I, I don't think he more so than Deck the Hall. I think he he doesn't really like. He's probably gonna be, he's listening to this right now, but he doesn't like the 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 American like comedy like Deck the Halls. But I think the um. This type of comedy he would like, I think. I think you're very similar, Josh, aren't you? Very British humour. It's kind of the best kind of humour. Well, yeah, I've always been a fan of British stuff and the way it's kind of shot and the way it's written, but I think that's because it feels more relatable. I think American stuff, like we mentioned a couple of times, American stuff feels really perfect Mm. and kind of unobtainable. Very fake, very plastic, and there's nothing funny about that. That's Hollywood, baby. Yeah, that's it. So really, um, they shouldn't have even invited Hollywood to the show because then they would have made it shit. Exactly, exactly right. right. They would have. <laughs> oh, mate. Look, 
Look, fantastic. Um, guys, we do have a uh, mailbag uh, Amy's question. Amy's got another segment. Oh, Thank apologies. you, sir. I apologise. We've got more wow. segments. Amy. Amy, please, I do okay. apologise. I've got a good one. Well, I think I've got a good one. Actually, it kind of relates to the story. So, um, did you know that Jesus wasn't actually born on the 25th of December? What? <laughs> but actually? Yeah, the United Church of God predicts that the rough dates he was born was between the 13th and the 17th of June. Oh, my God. Are you telling me Wait, he's a Gemini really? and not a Capricorn? Yeah. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked. Um, well, why are we celebrating Christmas? So then? they decide to have Christmas Day on the same day as a pagan holiday celebrating the winter sol- solstice, which runs between the 17th and the 25th of December. And uh, according mm. to an author named William Walsh, Christians chose the 25th of December as a day to celebrate Jesus' birth to try convert the pagans to Christianity. Oh. I'm pretty sure the pagan holiday is Yule. Right? I think so, yeah. I don't know. There you I'm go. just shook that Jesus is not a Capricorn and a Gemini. That's. That, that two faced bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh he was God. a great communicator, though. It makes a lot of sense. He did have 12 men following him around all day. Fair enough. <laughs> really got his message across to people. What a guy. I wonder what his moon is. <laughs> And before we get into any of that, um, we're going to jump straight into the mailbag session. We do – I did receive an email here. I'll be honest, it's completely sus, but I'm going to read it out just for Amy's sake and we'll see what, what happens here. Hello, Christmas and chill. My name is Maddie. In brackets, a different one. <laughs> and I'm loving the podcast. I have a question for you, gang. If you were all each other, who would you all be? Keep up the good work. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you, definitely not Maddie on this podcast. It wasn't me. It wasn't. Stop laughing at me. I mean, I saw her writing it last night. So no, it. You're a lawyer. You're in different houses. Oh, <laughs> um, uh... All right. Well, look. what a wonderful question, though. What a very smart question. Good, good question. I reckon that's a very. What does very the good question, question even mean? What is it? What so is even the question? I'm start if we were all each other, I would be Maddie. <laughs> oh my god! I was going to say I would be Amy. <laughs> I mean, we both actually, actually, I would be Luke, so I could date Amy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I would be Josh. <laughs> No, you have to be someone else. <laughs> I would be Maddie. Why would anyone want to be me? That is the question I'm asking. I, I don't have to move. It's it's simple. <laughs> <laughs> all my stuff's here anyway. So it... I thought because I sit on the couch all day, I thought that was a rib at me. <laughs> That's a bonus. <laughs> oh. oh, fantastic. We have fun. Um, guys... Thank you so much for making it to the end of another podcast. How you are still listening, I do not know. Amy, um, I forgot to tell you, we have listeners in Canada and Spain and more in Italy. Wow. We love our international friends. Wow. Yes, we do love our international friends. Please share it around, share the love, um, but also our, our friends back home in Australia too. 
Um, and if you're listening to this for the first time on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or YouTube and you want to know more about us, you can find us on Instagram at Christmas and Chill Podcast. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at Christmas and Chill. Um, tune in tomorrow because we're going to be watching I'll Be Home for Christmas. Oh, this um, was Josh's is, pick. We, no one else wanted to pick. watch it. Um, it's an old Disney movie. It's quality. It's got Probably. young Simba, isn't it? What's his yeah, name? Yeah, what's his... I can never remember his name. Jed, Jen Tyler Thomas, Thomas Taylor. He was also in Home Improvement with Tim Allen. I can't remember his name. But yes, um, we'll be watching that. Um, but yes, tomorrow, if you do have any questions, you can send us um, an email, mailbag.christmasandchillpodcast at gmail.com. It's Jonathan um, Taylor Thomas. Thank you, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Um, is there anything else you girls would like to say before we finish it up for the day? Uh, you go, Amy. I was just going to say that I don't know if Luke is going to get around to recording anything, but if he does, it's going to be playing next. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put it nice. at the end. We'll just put Good it work. in at the end. <laughs> we'll cut it right there. Hi, podcast. It is me, Luke. I have just finished watching Nativity. Um, I really thought this movie was quite delightful. I thought Nativity was really, really good. Martin Freeman is one of my favorite actors, so it was gl- I was so glad to see him. But the biggest um, thing I found about this movie that I really loved was the kids. Um, the love story with him and Jennifer is really quite nice as well. A little hokey in bits and pieces, but I thought it was quite nice. The substitute teacher, I've forgotten his name now, but he was interesting. I probably was a bit too, oh, I'm a bit um, not mentally there. It was a bit weird. I, I could, He was in the mind of a child, which makes sense, but I think it was a little, it felt a little insensitive, but maybe that's just me. I'm not criticizing him or what he did, but overall, I think the fact that it's British made it a ton better than some of the other movies that I've watched so far. I was pleasantly surprised. This was a movie that's slow that's actually hit, got into my top five. How many Santa hats? How many Christmas hats would I give it out of ten? I'd actually give it an eight. Um, it's really up there. It would be a movie that I'd like to watch again um, next year. If I could choose to be one of the characters, I if I was one of the adults, I'd like to be Mon Freeman because I think he would be... I think I fit with him the most. Um, but if I was one of the kids, I kind of wish I was the boy who plays Joseph... I feel like my personality and my the way I would feel as a kid would be very similar to his. So, um, yeah, I'll be able to be on the podcast tomorrow and I'll see you guys later. Um, fantastic. Wait, well, I didn't get to say what I wanted to say. Okay, what did you want to say, Maddie? Just, just I hope everyone is doing well. And have a Merry Christmas. It's not Christmas yet, Amy. Calm down. Yeah, but we can say Dude, we've it got already. so many more podcasts we've got so many cr- We've okay, got so, so many Christmas movies to watch. of December, we're allowed to say Merry Christmas. Yes. There's... No. <laughs> <laughs>
We will not be saying Christmas. <laughs> happy holidays. And a happy new year. Um, <laughs> happy Hanukkah, everyone. Muscle tough, everybody. <laughs> Kwanzaa, my dude. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you tomorrow. See ya. Bye. Bye, everyone.